All right, back with episode five, continuing the lyric breakdown uh, of the For My Future Wife poem. And so, again, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, you can watch the my my video recording slash performance of the poem on my Instagram at Dumbo Poet or on YouTube um, under the title For My Future Wife. Uh, and so we'll pick right up where we left off, which was with thread together thoughts of her beauty the world can't hold enough and so it goes right into on nights when clouds nimbus i lack shadow she's a thimble invictus the brightest of bright and my frightfulest nice both my winter solstice and christmas speechless in her presence i utter mad gap tidings hell's wrath is leaving me nothing else could be that frightening beyond bed she is bath brightening cleansing my hurts her body works to bring glad tidings Tidal wave tides of mass sizings Wash me in your depths Divulging heavenly Kodak moment flash sightings she, She's half eyeing to a titan sized chaos Produce sad sighings Alice you're late for tea I've been torn in half crying um, we'll, we'll go for that segment And so on nights when clouds nimbus um, just, to, just to overlay the two images of Nighttime uh, Which is supposed to be symbolic of of um grief and despair with clouds nimbus storm clouds uh to be symbolic of chaos and turmoil basically uh, to 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 paint an image of the disposition of the speaker of the poet um they're saying that i lack shadow and shadow being a psychological idea of i'm not sure if carl Jung coined the idea but um, shadow is an idea of, of integrated aggression, which is supposed to be uh, indicative of bravery and courage. Um, and so that idea of, in a, in a time, as the poet is saying, in a time in my life when things were, were um, sorrowful or full of grief and despair, mixed with chaos and turmoil, I lacked, you know, in the face of that, when things felt hopeless, I lacked bravery and courage, the ability to push through. And in that time, she, this uh, romantic interest, was a thimble invictus. Thimble being an idea from Peter Pan. When Wendy, I think it was Wendy saying she gave, a, she was going to give a thimble to Peter, and Peter didn't know what a thimble was, and she actually kissed him. It wasn't a thimble. She kissed him. So in that movie, the thimble was a was a meta was not a metaphor. It was a word Wendy used for to to, to say kiss. And so, Thimble Invictus, Invictus meaning undefeatable, meaning in a disposition of my life when I was faced with despair and grief and chaos and turmoil and, the in, and was plagued with the inability to stand up in the face of those things and be brave and push through, she came along and she became an inspiration in my life. That was greater than the grief, despair, chaos, and turmoil. So she was an, undef an undefeatable kiss, as if her presence was a metaphorical kiss on my life that was undefeatable, meaning the presence of her, of, of, of her being an inspiration, faced the presence of my grief and sorrow and chaos and turmoil, and she, the presence of her, inspiration overcame the sorrow grief chaos and turmoil um and then leading on the brightest of bright in my fullest nights both my winter solstice and christmas so that idea there is um 
it's an idea I learned from a psychologist about uh, the reason we put up Christmas trees when we do it's because it's that time of year is the darkest time of the year quite literally in terms of 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 amount of sunlight we get and so we do that as a ritual to shine a light because light shines in the darkest places it shines the brightest in the darkest places and it's a psychological idea of um a person can only reach the love light being symbolic of consciousness and so the the um the level or the degree of consciousness to which a person can attain uh, is in direct correlation to the amount of darkness or malevolence or evil that they are willing to face. Uh, and so, whether that darkness or malevolence or evil is things within them that need they that that need to be confronted, or things out in the world that they are that need to be confronted, regardless. Uh, Darkness is supposed to be symbolic of evil, malevolence. Um, yeah, evil and malevolence, and 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 chaos. And then the Christmas tree is supposed to be symbolic or indicative of consciousness, um, or, or yeah, a, 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 a consciousness that can overcome and that can conquer the darkness. And so we do that symbolically as something that's supposed to be a greater thematic element of a greater truth of life, which is attain to a greater level of consciousness or enlightenment in life by virtue of confronting the darkness in your own life, whether that's internal or external. Um, and so to say that she was both the challenging factor in this way she was um both my winter solstice so she was she is both representative of a challenging force in my life like a darkness she's there's a likeness about her to darkness to a challenging presence in my life and she's also um the thing the consciousness that can help me overcome my darkness and she's also um a light to my life something to inspire me something that I can see in the darkness to inspire me to overcome my darkness. Um, speechless in her presence, I utter mad gab tithings. Hell's wrath is her leaving me. Nothing else could be that frightening. So to, to mix that idea of, you know, play on, play on words, but that idea of um, she, she makes me speechless. And so for the poet to say, um, of all my ability and, and wanting to... to arrange words and create rhymes and, and, and visions and images and fantasy by virtue of poetry uh, the one thing that I've come across that has left that 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 um was so awe-inspiring that I that words failed me was her she she was the one thing that that produced the that produced the effect of a lack of words a lack of speech in me so in her presence, speechless. In her presence, I utter mad gap tithings. So not only am I speechless, this this person who has practiced and has trained the ability to be eloquent and well arranged in their speech, um, there for for dec for over a decade, is now stumbling, bumbling, fumbling over their words. You know, like the game Mad Gap, where you have to like. <laughs> uh, 
combine weird sounds that sound like a word in order to help your partner. So I utter mad gap tidings. Um, yeah, so that mixture of like, not only am I speechless, but I fumble over my words, you turn me into a bumbling idiot. Uh, because what you represent of the, of the ideal image of the feminine um, puts my soul in such a place of awe that even though I, I've trained meticulously for over a decade to arrange words eloquently uh the power of your presence has that effect on me that it 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 debilitates me or paralyzes me or or it 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 cripples me to the effect that i i i can utter nothing but inaudible language and speech uh hell's wrath is her leaving me nothing else could be that frightening just playing off the that phrase that common phrase hell um hell hath no fear like a woman's wrath like a woman's scorn uh, and so to say, um, take the worst possible idea of pain and suffering of hell and then manifest an idea of that of that entity, hell, having a wrath. So uh, magnifying that, that pain and suffering and torture and saying that that the worst it could possibly be, possibly be would be her leaving me, would be to have her and then to have her leave me uh, because nothing else could be that frightening. Uh, beyond beds she is bath brightening cleansing my hurts her body works to bring glad tidings and so this little part was just playing off the idea of the of the literal stores bed bath and beyond bath and body works um so beyond the place beyond this place that's symbolic of 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 sex more than sex she is more than sex she is more than her body she is more than my uh, compulsion to lust she is bath brightening so beyond beds beyond the place where sex is had beyond this symbol for sex she is a refreshing presence her soul her mind her spirit her energy uh the presence of the the presence of her ecosystem in my ecosystem is a is bath brightening is a refreshing a revitalizing a rejuvenating a brightening in light uh, a brightening presence in my life she is a cleansing and a cleaning and a purifying presence in my life uh how it falls into the next line cleansing my hurts so how is she bath brightening because she cleanses my hurts she she inspires me to forgiveness and to healing cleansing my hurts her body works to bring glad tidings and so even though i am telling you that she is beyond sex that she's more than her body and more than um just the pleasure of sex with her she is also in fact um a great comfort in that matter as well of of physical intimacy she is um, a great joy and pleasure cleansing my hurts and her body works to bring glad tidings and so just speaking to the idea of yeah god created i believe god created a man and woman to 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 commune with one another in soul and spirit mind and heart and to be healing and life-giving in those ways but also uh, it's very clear um for example like when when solomon lost his first son with bathsheba uh says that um well it might have it might not have been solomon and bathsheba there's a story in the bible where uh a woman miscarried and so they took a little the the husband and the wife took a little time to like heal and spend time with each other and they they um, shared physical intimacy, and it, it was symbolic. It was it was indicative of physical intimacy sometimes being appropriate as a form of comfort in a time of grief. And so, yes, uh, she is both 
a, a, a comfort in her soul, a comfort and a life-giving presence in her soul, mind, and heart, but as well as her body. Um, her body works to bring glad tidings, tidal wave tides of mass sizings. Wash me in your depths, divulging heavenly Kodak moment flash sightings. And so that's speaking to, I mean, of course, like, again, speaking to the, the power of physical intimacy, but also mixing the ideas of you know, the glad tidings you bring that are tidal wave tides of mass sizings that I'm, I'm asking to be washed in the depths of in order to produce and divulge heavenly Kodak moment flash sightings. Um, those glad tidings are both from physical intimacy and intimacy of the of the soul and the heart and the mind. Divulging heavenly Kodak moment flash sightings, she she's half eyeing towards heightened sized chaos, produce sad sighings. And so that idea there is um almost as if to to someone who has to like peer or to peek or to to close um, that idea of like looking through a telescope to look further to look deeper into something to be able to get more calibrated image she's half eyeing she's she's looking closely into into she's not just someone who's coming along and um seeing the surface level things that most people are privy to in my life whether it be friends or even close persons in my life but she's taking the time and the effort to look closer look deeper as if to use the the metaphor of half to use the image imagery of half eyeing to say she's looking closer and looking deeper to where titan sized chaos the things that muck up my life the things that cause um, turmoil in my life titan sized chaos in my soul she's looking to those places where my titan sized chaos produce sad sighing she can see the sadness she can see the fruit of the tree that's this fruit of grief and sadness and somber and, and sorrow and somberness and sullenness and she and because she can see that fruit being produced she's then looking deeper into the roots looking deeper into the heart of the tree she's looking deeper into the person and um with a level of consciousness she's she's examining where that's coming from to try to be a of help um and also that that also is a play on the idea of the second Alice in Wonderland movie where it says, um, I think it's through the looking glass. Uh, and so that's why uh, this next and final line is, Alice, you're late for tea. I've been torn in half crying. And so that idea in the first Alice in Wonderland movie where the Hatter keeps te keeps telling her you're, you're late or told her you're late. Um, and the Hatter, you know, the Hatter's life being a at a disarray because of the absence of Alice and and his life possess, not possessing the ability to be put back together until Alice showed up and until Alice walked into the fullness of who she, of her potential as a person. Um, you know, and, and then, of course, Wonderland and the Hatter and all of them being psychological components and entities of Alice's mind and life. And so until Alice arranged herself in her waking life her internal life couldn't arrange itself and appropriately put itself back together and so it's 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 to, so of course the hatter being a component of alice's psychology it's all self-contained within her i'm taking those metaphors and those ideas of the hatter of a component of my psychology and saying um there's a part of my soul which the soul is supposed to in psychology at least with carl Jung. 
the soul is supposed to be a feminine entity and so i'm saying my soul the the woman the woman that is my soul uh, has been torn in half crying because I, i've i've been impatiently waiting for a god-given wife to come into my life and so when she's finally arrived i'm in this <laughs> she's finally arrived and now she's 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 bringing happiness into my life but she can see the fruit of sadness and sullen the, the years of grief and sorrow on me so now she's examining going what where is this where are these sad signs coming from oh they're coming from titan size chaos what is that chaos oh a large part of that chaos or the fullness of that chaos at least in this conversation your answer for it is alice you're late for tea you're you're half eyeing you're examining by way of your actions and examining you are asking by way of your attentiveness where is this titan size chaos and sad side coming from and my response is because i didn't have because up until this moment i didn't have you because my inability to be patient and to wait for you um my soul got uh my my soul and my psyche became um agitated and distressed and blown asunder and torn apart and it's almost as if to say on for the, for the in the timing of my soul and how my soul wanted things to happen on a timeline you're late according to my soul's timeline uh you're late because my soul didn't <laughs> my soul didn't accomplish the virtue of patience and so to my soul you're late and so i've been torn in half crying and so yeah that's the that's kind of like the 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 explanation and the surrounding ideas of that part um and so we'll we'll leave it there until until next episode